Hey you guys, welcome back to Walking in Destiny, a Destiny Daughters podcast. Kind of a very interesting uh, <laughs> podcast today. Today I'm going to be sharing my testimony and I it's a wonder that I haven't shared it on my podcast yet. It is on my ministry page um kind of sorta <laughs> but and I just wanted to kind of share um, my testimony felt led as I was um, in prayer this morning I just kept thinking about my testimony I'm like you know it must be that I need to share it today so I am going to be sharing my testimony from the beginning um we'll see how long this goes I may I could probably split it up or something but um yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna share it so I was born in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And <clears throat> through that time, um, you know, it's Fort Lauderdale. So it's, it was definitely hood, <laughs> Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, um, Lauderdale Lakes. Um, so just kind of <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, I don't want to say gang violence, but you know, it's, it's definitely was more of the hood or the ghetto as some people would call it um we didn't live in like the projects but we definitely live in like lower um lower income housing you know like apartments that's really that's how it is in south florida well not 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 everywhere in south florida but um yeah so i was born and raised and throughout that time a lot of things happened in my life so as a young girl, maybe I was, you know, I can't remember my age then. I could have been four, five-ish. Um, I was actually molested by a family member. And so th- that happened. And it was, um, it was, it didn't go on for years or anything like that. But it was like just kind of a one-day thing. So it was that. And then, you know, I kind of grew up, grew a little bit more. And when I was maybe mm, seven seven I would say um my mom had this friend and this her friend was like older so her 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 friend was older so her friend had a granddaughter who was actually my age maybe slightly older and she actually um touched me as well and taught me certain things that you know you you shouldn't know as a a young kid so there was that instance and then 2009 comes and it is time to move the the lord spoke to my mother that she needed to move to georgia so she moved to georgia it's me my mom and my brother she was a single mom at the time and we just you know we moved here and it was just (laughs) it was amazing honestly we had so much space um so much you know even as a kid even though I was so young I understood that there was just a lot of peace where I was at it was just we were when we first moved in we first saw the the apartment we moved into we were just like running around being free because that's that's how it was and there was a girl she was i think um in a grade above me a grade above me um and she lived across the street you know how apartments are set up you know there's like you know a building here a building there she lived like in the building directly across the street um something happened with her as well i don't like i can't say that i distinctly remember it like completely and totally um actually yeah I do I do something did happen 
um she like she touched me and then like um I don't know if she told me to touch her I don't know but it that definitely happened when I was about well I was definitely eight or nine at the time so moving on you know I'm once again I grow I get older I'm it was 2013 I believe so I'm 12 um and I'm at a uh sleepover because my mom she was a part of a ministry and this ministry had of course different women um but it was like very like a small handful like it was like the four of them and one of them like my mom had a couple children so well two of them had had kids I don't know why I said one but yeah so there was like we it was like the adults and then the kids we were all kind of together we were all kind of uh close because like you know we're kids and we um it was the birthday of one of the one of the daughters and there was a sleepover that happened and that night at the sleepover three of us were sharing this queen size bed it was I mean it was a pretty big bed three of us were sharing it and like in the middle of the night I felt someone like grope me and grab me and and she like kept trying to do something like with me and I and I had to scream I was like no and I had to get up and I went and slept like on a different bed and from then on nothing else happened as far as like touching or or molestation but I as if as you guys can see the enemy had a plan for my life to to make me this really sexualized person what 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 people have to understand is that when you go through these things like molestation when you go through these things like rape not only is it causing you trauma um no matter how old you are not only is it causing you trauma but you they're also depositing demons they're also depositing spirits that will follow you uh well of course they you know that will follow you that will be around you within you that will try to guide your thoughts and things like that because when I was um, maybe eight or nine, this was before the last instant. Um, there's like a there was like a young a young girl, a part of the ministry. Like I said, we were all kids. We were all around, and I felt this the spirit that you know was on me through through all of the other times that I was molested. Tell me to touch touch her and like in an inappropriate way to like put her on top of me and things like that. And um, I didn't get to the point where you know something actually was happening. Praise the Lord! Like nothing went down, you know, because I didn't want to cause her any. I'm I'm glad because you know it didn't cause her any trauma or anything like that. But but that's what I wanted to share as well. When you go through these things, not only do you need a healing. But you're also going to need a deliverance. So there, that happened. And then the last incident happened. And then um, from then on, um, us kids, like a part of those, uh, us kids, like I said, who were close, we would play like truth or dare. And it will always become like this sexualized type of type of game. And it was, it all, it went, it got to a point where it was just like crazy. And eventually our parents had found out and (laughs) 
that was, you know, like they found out about the truth or dares. They found out about everything. And it got like, I think we all got like whoopings, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, our parents believe in whoopings and we, we got in trouble. We got in massive trouble. And like after that, things kind of stopped, you know, um, as far as like us kids. But then there was like um, this one boy and this one girl who was still kind of like try to do stuff with one another. But so after all of this, after all of this, I'm young, I'm still young, kid, but like I said, when things like that happen to you, especially at an early age, they deposit things within you. So you get like urges and, and lust and sexual temptations, basically that same spirit that like urged whomever it was to do that to you, that jumps on you through the, that door. Of the, through the door of your trauma, really. So I got involved in pornography. And then you know what? Pornography already leads to masturbation. And that led to um, me like reading erotic novels, things like that as as a younger, younger kid, like maybe bef- before or maybe maybe like after 12 so maybe I was 12 ish 11 12 ish 13 when I started getting into uh the novel the novel part and there was just a lot that through through what happened in my life it really affected me and what I what I see it as now is that the enemy really wanted me to be this hypersexual individual but not only that a homosexual hypersexual individual and I say that because of just the p all of like all of the people that were around me or all of the people um three-fourths of the people who touched me inappropriately and all that they were all girls and I just felt like the enemy really wanted me to live out a homosexual lifestyle to also just be a very sexual person and um granted I never did I never you know <laughs> because I definitely I had a praying mother and whether she which you know she probably knew didn't really know what was going on um but of course she found out later as I shared like the <laughs> I shared it all but um yeah where was I where was I so yeah I got into all of that got into all of that and that just continue on like from there the pornography the masturbation the um lustful thinking lustful thoughts fantasy thinking um the erotic novels like I'm pretty sure if you're a girl and you're listening to this I'm pretty sure you know what Wattpad is (laughs) so there was that and that just continued it continued on and on and on and on until I really it it continued up until I got saved If, if, if I'm being like completely honest with you the week I got saved I was still doing all of that stuff I'm not saying the week I'm saying like the week before I got saved not the week after <laughs> the week the week before I had got gotten saved I was still doing the same ex, like the same exact things leading up to the day I got saved 
And the moment that I got saved, all of that broke and all of that fell off of me. But I don't want to go get, get ahead of myself. So like I said, I was continuing and all of that. I kept on, I kept, you know, how they say, keep on keeping on. I kept on doing all of that, um, building this really just stronghold of lust in my life. And um, I never like fornicated or anything like that. But, you know, that you know, there's still, there still was other things going on, you know what I'm saying, like, masturbate, like, if you, if masturbation, pornography, that's, you're, you're not, like, this emotional version, because pornography is, is very, it is very an emotional type of thing, um, and, yeah, so, that led up to my senior year of high school, so, my senior year of high school, first semester, goes by, like, in a flash, and then it's my second semester, and it's prom day it's prom day you know I wake up you know I got my hair done all of that and I'm just you know out um I was at a friend's house she had to go get her hair done so she dropped me off at another friend's house where I stayed for like a couple hours we just watched a movie and I get a phone call from my cousin and he's like grandma passed away and she you know my most of my family is in Florida so I was like yeah right you know the first the first action crazily enough I didn't know this but the first um stage of grief is like denial so I was like no she didn't die like she didn't pass away like no she didn't and then I like I think I I don't think I don't think I just hung up on him I think I just said you know like bye and stuff we we got off the phone and then my uncle called me immediately after and she um and he confirmed it that she had passed away and I like broke down in her house I was like crying and her mom came to see what was wrong and yeah that was my prom day (laughs) prom day it started off with um me finding out that my grandma died and I went through prom just trying to like uh suppress it and I was like asking my friend you know like man like what would she think I'm out here having fun and she like just passed away you know what I'm saying so it was kind of like a I guess interesting is the way to put it but I mean it was definitely definitely crazy for me I found out she had passed away on prom day and Two weeks later, we went to the funeral and at the funeral, around the time that she had passed away, when, when I was at the funeral, funeral, I was actually really ripe to get saved. You know, there's something about the death of a family member or the death of anyone that kind of makes you think about eternity. And I knew I wasn't saved because my mom, she's been a, a tongue talking fire, <laughs> firecracker, spiritual person since I was like what three one or three years old one one or three years old um I think she got saved when I was one and she got serious at when I was three but anyway she's been she's been a a beacon of what like true salvation was so I knew I wasn't saved and or anything like that so when my grandma had passed away I actually was like really thinking like man I need to give my life to God like I need I really need to get saved and at that time I was 17 and uh yeah I was like thinking like Lord I mean well I wasn't thinking Lord but I was like I really should really give my life to Christ and um after that you know 
we leave the funeral. My mom has has um, a ministry, so I, I attended a couple times. But we we um, leave the funeral, and um, you know, like as the months kind of went on, kind of kind of that feeling kind of like you know uh, drifted away, and I was just like, well. I didn't really think about it anymore. I would say I don't really think about being saved. And I really think about the Lord. Um, other than that one time, my heart was really open to, to get saved at that moment. So we leave the funeral. And like I said, my mom, she had different ministries. She had a, a ministry meeting every, every month. The month after my grandma had gotten, um, the month after the funeral for my grandma, she had a meeting and she was just, you know, talking about it. And I was actually like right then and there, I felt the tug of the tug of God on my heart. But I didn't really say anything. Um, so <laughs> and and keep in mind, like this is the summer. Um, well, I graduate and stuff. And, and this is now the summer before um, college. This is the summer before my freshman year of college, because like I said, that was senior year when she passed. So. I just go through the summer, you know, normal, regular, um, hanging out, meeting people, going, moving, going places, things like that. And it was, um, it was, I mean, it was a decent summer, you know, seeing, seeing old friends because I had actually moved high schools for my senior year. So I was able to kind of spend more time with my old friends and just kind of hang out, things like that. Simple, simple. And Summer's coming to an end, and college is soon and fast approaching. Yes, it's soon and fast approaching. So, August 11th, 2019, my mom had a ministry meeting. And at that meeting, I gave my life to Christ. So, I like to tell people I'm three years old, going on four. (laughs) This, This is my third year um being saved working on my fourth year being saved but yeah I was saved August 11th 2019 and that was two weeks before I had to move to into college so you guys know like if that salvation didn't happen who would have known like what happened what would have went down like as I as I went into college because I was going into college with friends who were not saved and who knows you know what I'm saying so I get saved two weeks later I'm in college and I'm just like I didn't go back to like my old ways I would say but I was definitely like around them hanging with them you know still kind of being there but the Lord began, but I, I began to kind of sacrifice the time that I should have been spending with the Lord with them. And that had to change. And the Lord began to draw me away from them, away from all, every friend, <laughs> all the friends. And it came to a point where it was just me and him in college. And I felt, I felt, I felt lonely. I felt lonely in college at the beginning um, even when I did join a Bible study, you know, we met, um, once a week and I did go to church on Sunday. It was a smaller church. So we had, you know, more so closer kinds of conversation. I still felt alone because most of my time I was, you know, I was just in my dorm room. We had our own room. So I was just in my dorm room, just doing whatever. And I was just like, Lord, I feel so alone. And 
eventually I um the Lord told my mom to ask me if I wanted to join her ministry of course I said yes you know I needed once you here's the thing that people must know that once you get saved you you need some sort of discipleship to kind of teach you the reins teach you um what to do <laughs> as a as a as an as a new christian so that you can grow because when we get saved we're, we're we really are babes in christ and we got to get fed the milk we got to get fed the milk of the word and we got to grow so that we can um eventually learn to digest the meat things like that you know so i get into the ministry and i mean that's where a lot a lot of my growth happened <laughs> i learned how to pray I learned how, um, how, um, not just to pray, but also I learned spiritual warfare. I learned about, um, well, I, I received the gift of tongues there. I learned about so much spiritual things that it's, it's quite astonishing. Um, not how, as much, how much I know, I don't want to say that, but it's quite astonishing, um, how much was taught there how much was taught there that, you know, even some things that aren't even talked about in the church, you know, I was, um, not only taught about deliverance, but I went through many, several deliverances, you know, and still do just to keep my temple clean. Um, just to keep myself clean. I, I, um, learned about that. I received deliverance. I've received complete deliverance and yeah, (laughs) received that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? So much happened during during my years in those ministries, in that ministry. Um, it's called Revealing Prayer International Ministry. So much happened that, um, yeah, that would have to be a whole separate like type of podcast. But yes, I received the gift of tongues. I received um, just prophecy that I was a, um, a prophetic painter. And that's when I began to really paint more. Um, and I also do, 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 I just learned the importance of spending time with the Lord, the importance of reading the word, the importance of fasting, the importance of prayer, the importance of who you're hanging around. Also the importance of the songs you're listening to, the movies you're watching, the importance of living a pure life. These, these are those are so many, um, there were so many basic fundamentals that I learned there. And it has ultimately really, really, I mean, it's really helped me. So I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning. And 2022 comes and I launch out my into my own ministry. It's called Destiny Daughters. And, um, you know, 2022, April um, April, 2022, I launched out and I've been doing, doing ministry ever since. (laughs) So that's, that's my whole spiel. I've been doing ministry ever since. And yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still been prayer. There's still been fasting, you know, um, people think like once you get your own ministry like oh you you you've arrived no there's you still gotta fast you still gotta pray you still gotta fight you there's still spiritual warfare and you still have to go through deliverance you still have to keep your temple clean you know just because you're a leader doesn't mean devil leaves you alone he actually attacks you more you know so there's just so much that um 
I'm still learning, you know, I'm still learning as a leader and I'm still just trying to make sure I am walking and living the, well, well, Ephesians 1, Ephesians 4, 1, sorry, that I'm living a life worthy of the calling that's on my life, you know, that I'm walking pure, living pure, that the things that I share with you guys, the things that I talk about on the podcast or on teaching sermons and videos and things like that, that the things that I'm speaking on, that I'm living that, you know, that I'm not this hypocritical person and I'm just making sure that I'm, I'm, I'm also living out what I'm speaking, living out what I'm saying. And most of the things it's like, I've, I've had experience with, (laughs) I've had experience with. So that is really my entire testimony in its entirety, entire entirety. (laughs) Um, I hope it was easy to follow. Um, there's kind of some some times where I kind of jumped from one time to another time, then jumped back. But I'm sure you guys get the gist, you know, get the gist. Oh, I do want to mention as well. Um, throughout that time in while I was in the min- in uh, my mother's ministry, I did receive healing as well. Um, because when you go through, like I said, the things that I went through earlier in my lifetime, um, the molestation, the t- touching and all of the other, all of the other things, you know, you can receive deliverance. Cause I, like I said, they do deposit things on you, but there's also a healing that has to take place because those are, those are trauma wounds. Those are wounds on your soul that the enemy can attach to and is in and also it's just if in also you just you just want to be healed you know what i'm saying like you want to be healed you want to be free the bible says by his stripes we were healed that's not only talking about physical infirmities or anything it's talking about on the inside our wounds our souls you know how god can heal our very inner being um so yeah, <laughs> I hope that all made sense. I <laughs> hope, like I said, it was easy to follow, but ultimately, like every other testimony, I was lost, but now I'm found, I'm free, I'm full of the Holy Spirit, and I live for God. He's my number one, my everything, my savior, my lover, my friend. And I'm just excited to continue on. I'm excited to continue on. I'm, I'm excited to, for the next journey, the, the, the next chapter, um, as I just remain obedient to his calling for my life. That is it, guys. <laughs> That's everything. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. You guys be blessed. <laughs>